Welcome to Job Tales, the podcast where I interview professionals around the world to help you find the career you wish for yourself. Today is about an electronic engineer who decided a year ago to drastically change his life. We're catching him at the beginning of his new professional chapter. So Mario, uh, if I say now how I met you, it's going to give it away. So I will just let you talk about yourself and who you are and what you've been doing so far. Hi, everybody. My name is Mario. And so far, I have been working as an electronic engineer. So you have studied engineering. What was the, the full academic background and what was your first job? Let's start with that. So I studied here in Lausanne in the EPFL. I studied uh, standard electronic engineers there. And after graduating, I was kind of young. I was 23. I was not keen to find a job in industry already. So I decided to go for a PhD, which I finished in 2008, which If you remember, if you were there, it was the period of the worst crisis of the <laughs> last 15 <laughs> years, probably. So after that, I was unemployed for a, for a while and uh, I bounced it um, by finding a job in the um, University of Applied Science in Yverdon as an associate researcher. And then from that point on, I moved from company to company as a as a, let's say, research engineer. Just for me to understand, when you say electronic engineer, what does it encompass? It's an interesting question because it's very wide. Even because in the exams you can choose when you study here in Lausanne, you can kind of give a flavor to your graduating. There are people which are more into motors, more into high power, other persons which are more into small electronic devices, other persons which goes into telecommunication, optics, acoustics. So uh, in my case, my, let's say, specific uh, uh, flavor was measurements and testing, which is what I've been, I have been doing uh, for the last, let's say, 20 years of my life. To make an example of what you have been testing, let's say, over the last 15 years, uh, tell me like one or two products that you've been testing. Yes, so um, let's say in the, the last two experiences which I had, the idea was to verify that the products uh, were fulfilling the specification that the company should guarantee to the customers. So testing mainly the, the, the quality and the specification of the products. Could it be devices for the railway domain, which was my previous, previous job, or in the last experience, um, big machines for the, um, let's say, packaging industry, cardboards, this kind of stuff. So verify that the quality of the products that were, that were produced by the company were fulfilling what the customer needs were. Okay, so your, your work, was it a lot in front of a, a computer, you know, researching and um, testing data and um, or was it also on the field were you doing both or were you doing mainly computer work oh no it was both uh, even i would say that the field work was uh, the most important part because uh, uh, 
there were, of course, some research concerning the test procedure, the, the algorithms that one could use to make sure that the results were reproducible and that we were not um, we were sure about what we would say to the customers. But uh, the main part was going in the production areas, on the products, on the machines, on the devices, and to, to do the actual job of, uh, of testing them and of putting certificates, putting stickers, okay, these values have been measured, these characteristics have been tested, and the device is okay. 15 years later, almost 20, you have decided to have a drastic change in your life. Can you tell me what happened? It all started with a very standard feeling of not being any more satisfied of my current job, which was two years ago now, almost to the date. From that moment, I could have simply chosen another engineer path or another company or to keep doing the same job. At the same time, I was around my 40 years old and uh, I thought to myself, okay, if I want to do something <laughs> totally different, maybe it's time to do it now. Apparently, in that period, there was an element which had gained a lot of importance in my private life, which is, which was and still is, sustainability, uh, which was not the case a few years before. So this element, I wanted it to be part of my next working experience. At this point, I was not still sure about what uh, I would choose, and then... Uh, Suddenly, COVID arrived with the first lockdown, which gave me a huge load of time to just think about what I could and would like to do in my next life. Let's put it this way. So I just simply started to talk with people which had done similar experiences, like in changing life and in creating something new from scratch. And uh, I, have, I must say I have done it in a pretty much engineer way in the sense that uh, I have followed a, a process to make it very simple, which is based on three main um, axes. First axis is uh, your values. So what pushes you to to wake up in the morning and to do what you do. Second axis is your uh, uh, natural skills, which is not what you have studied for, but just what you're naturally good at. Can be anything, can be organizing stuff, can be whatever. And the third axis is your areas of interest. So I have spent time questioning myself, doing tests, reading books uh, about how to find out what I could put uh, into these three containers, if I may use this metaphor. And uh, what happened, I still laugh when I think about it because I perfectly remember the moment, uh, during the, the, the lockdown, I asked a group of very close friends to just dedicate one hour of their time to me to organize a brainstorming 
And I told them, uh, listen, the story goes like this. Uh, I want to change career. I'm following this process. Uh, I have filled three containers with my values, my skills, and my areas of interest. So what your task is, is to pick up one of each and to imagine a potential career transition for me. And we spent one hour on Zoom, of course, because it was during the lockdown, so impossible to meet in person. And I, I was writing down all the ideas which were coming out of, uh, of their mouths. And at the end of the hour, we had gathered maybe 20 different ideas. And of course, then I did the synthesis job in, in the following days to to reduce the list from 20 to 5, and then from 5 to 3, and then finally to 1. Before I say which one, I would like to actually know the other, if you remember, you know, the top, the top three before you nailed it down to the one, and then please say what is the one. I don't remember exactly the three last, but I can name a few of them. Uh, one of them was to uh, try to work as a consultant for companies to improve their uh, sustainability internal plans. Another one was to work in the, in the domain of uh, zero waste, but for the, the cooking part, the restaurant part, let's say, in, the, in this domain. And the winner is... <laughs> <laughs> The winner was and still is the idea of create a sustainable pizza place, which uh, is driven by the idea of using uh, only local ingredients, um, as much organic as possible, trying to reduce the waste at every step of the logistics of the, of the, of the process, using uh, bikes or e-bikes to do deliveries, or thinking the green way on each step of the pizza-making process. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I met you <laughs> during the um, sampling and degustation, as we say here, of your pizza, which I really liked, I must say. Even if it wasn't even an oven, a wood oven pizza, it was like a normal, sort of like a normal oven. It was very, very good. And so going back to your previous career, have you seen elements of the way you have been working in the past 20 years that have helped? to organize and setting up this new business? Absolutely, yes. There are some soft skills uh, which I could learn in 20 years of uh, working as an engineer, which I am using daily concerning uh, organization, coordination, even concerning simply the fact of using some uh, computer tools which are maybe obvious to, to, to everyone, but being able to use them in a, in a comfortable and fast way uh, helps me a lot uh, daily, whatever is for doing calculations or for doing uh, budgeting, business plans. So having an engineer mind is helping, helping me a lot uh, during every step of the setting of this project. Do you have um, doubts or second thoughts as you go through the process, knowing that for now the 
place is not yet set up and the pizzeria is not yet uh, a reality, but you're getting there. <laughs> of course, I have them daily. Otherwise, I would be like, <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's part of the game. But uh, so far, what I am proud of, that never, 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 ever, I told to myself, why did I do that so far? It's true that I am still... I would not say midway, but I am 90% ahead in this project because I will hopefully open my place next month. But uh, yeah, there are moments which are less easy than others because, okay, you have on one side, you have motivation, you have people around you supporting you a lot. And on the other side, you have budget, you have timing issues, you have concrete issues which uh, sometimes do not depend on you. Uh, finding the right place, finding the right equipment, or uh, just thinking that you have a solution which uh, turns out not to be valid for any issue. So but I think this is part of the daily job for somebody who, who works on his own. I mean, it's, I am not at all <laughs> the only one on that, for sure. I can think of a main difference is that you've been in the last, uh, you know, couple of decades, you've been employed by companies and now you are self-employed. How does that work in, in your end? How do, how do you work around that? Is it not so drastic as a of a change or um, how do you deal with it? Let me first pinpoint that uh, I have quit my job as an employee, as you say, only last July. So this is still quite fresh. And ever since, I am still living on my um, savings. So I have not yet started uh, the, this period where I am really living uh, out of the money which I'm making with my own project. Having said this, to have to be honest, the main difference which I feel is not rational, is more about the fact that you are constantly, constantly thinking about it. And uh, when you work as an employee, at least in my case, when your uh, working day is done, maybe five or six or whatever, you get out of the job and uh, it's finished until the day after. Sometimes, of course, you have uh, some more important stuff. Sometimes you work later. But generally speaking, you can clearly put a separation between work and private life. In my current moment, this is, of course, not happening because I'm launching the project now. So even during the Christmas holidays, uh, let alone a couple of days in, around Christmas, it's uh, 24 hours thinking and uh, I should do this and that. I have to write this down before I forget. And, oh, I didn't think about this. Which is, I mean, it's okay, yeah. But it's, uh, so far to me, it's the most clear and the bigger, the biggest, sorry, difference compared to the previous experience, much more than the, the, the point of the money itself. A question about food choice and pizza choice. Um, is it an emotional choice or is it a result of a market study? No, it's an emotional choice for sure because I, because I come from Naples and uh, as, of course, everybody knows <laughs> Naples is the birthplace of pizza and uh, we as people from Naples abroad, we are 
always, always extremely picky and <laughs> demanding about the quality of pizzas. No, and there is a personal passion about about pizza which uh, spread out maybe seven or eight years ago, which I, for years I never thought it could become a job. Even people would tell me, why don't you open something? And I would say, oh, no, because I probably will never like it. And here I am. So <laughs> never say never. And uh, having said this, it's true that I am lucky in my emotional choice because pizza is uh, uh, so much a famous food, so much a food that everybody likes that... Uh, if my choice was about something more specific, it would have been probably riskier than just pizzas. Do you remember the moment when you made that decision? You know, you were still working in, as an engineer and then you decide, okay, that's the right moment. And um, what made you take that step, which will change your life? It's uh, funny enough because it's not something particularly memorable. The point is that when I was still in the process of choosing, shall I go this way or not, I was, of course, gathering information about what I would need to do this kind of job. And uh, I found out that... I should follow some classes to get a license as a restaurant owner, which is a, a, a period of maybe six weeks of classes. And uh, you might do this five times per year, meaning that you have a first group in January, then the next one is in March and so on, like for a total of five times in, 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 in a year. So when I was looking for the next available dates, it was last July and the first available spot were in November. And then the, the next time I checked on it, the first available spot were in January. So I told myself, okay, uh, either I go or I will never go. So I kind of subscribed out of uh, gut feeling and emotion. And then the day after... I realized that I should talk to my boss because, of course, you need to be away from job for six weeks in a row. And uh, this means you quit or at least you try to find an arrangement uh, with your holidays because, uh, because it's, it's not easy to get a six weeks <laughs> paid leave like that. So that's the moment I realized, okay, now this is the first concrete thing I have done. So far, it was just theory. It was just virtual. Now it's stepping into reality. And uh, it was a nice feeling. But at the end of the, of the day, it was just the fact that I should subscribe to some classes that, that made me do the, the, the concrete last step. And I would love to interview you maybe a year from now or a year from the inauguration of the pizzeria and then see how it's going. But before we leave this episode, I'd like to ask you to what you advise or recommend 
people who have maybe are in your position, exact position, and would like to change, they're complaining about their job, but uh, are afraid something is stopping them. What would you advise them to do? What What is a trick? What could be a good, a good thing that triggers the change? I would build my answer in in a quite complex way because there's a reason behind it. First of all, I would start by saying, let your guts fix the direction and then let your brain build the, the road to reach that destination and not the other way around. Uh, meaning that it's important to have both. But if you want, really want to, to realize something, you cannot just follow your brain. You, you need to have some gut feeling about some passion which spreads out and and tells you in which direction you would like to go. And then it's the job of your brain to, to make it, you know, safe and rational and correct and not just jump uh, off a bridge without, uh, without knowing where you are going. Having said this, another article, I would say, that uh, really helped me to do the last step it's a bit weird, but I think it's it's uh, uh, interesting to to think that way. It's an article uh, which a friend of mine sent me, which is called "Begin with the End uh, in Mind," and uh, will take some time, but I, I, I care to to tell about it. It goes like this: Imagine you you have to go to to some funerals, and you are a bit late. Uh, you run, you run, you reach the church where the funeral is going on, just about to start. You enter the church, you see a lot of familiar faces, and you approach the coffin to, to give you the last uh, goodbye to the, to the person who died, and you realize it's you, which is in the coffin. And then at, that, at this moment, the, the priest or whatever, if you're not religious, I mean, the person which is celebrating the, 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 the moment, start to talk, and uh, say, okay, we are gathering here together to remember the memory of, let's say, Mario in this case, and we will have four persons talking about him. Somebody from his family, his companion, a very good friend, and some work colleague. And then the article stops and say, what would you like them to tell about you? And if you think this way, a lot of practical question, which we often use as an excuse about what if, then I don't have money for that, and that what people would say and so on, they lose a lot of importance. This helps me a lot. I know it might sound some weird, some, some, a bit weird, but it really did. Great. Thank you, Mario. I, I really like that. And um, So rendezvous a year from now to talk about your excellent uh, pizza place. And I can't wait to come to the inauguration. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, I would say rendezvous here for the podcast, but I hope you're going to come earlier <laughs> just uh, to, yes. to taste them. It was a pleasure to, to be your guest tonight. Laura, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, rendezvous in one year from now. Mario says, let your guts set the direction and let your brain build the road to reach that destination and not the other way around. This is Job Tales and my name is Laura Leoncini. Speak soon. <laughs>